so let's talk about some some let's talk about some story time. Story, story time. So, right. You so go first. I'm I'm first. All right. So, an incredible source of the flavor of umami is fish sauce. <laughs> now, I don't know if you're familiar with fish sauce. This is my favorite brand of fish sauce. It is Healthy Boy fish sauce. If you've been to MSG before, maybe you've heard me talk about this. Um, but on this container of fish sauce, A, fish sauce is fish sauce. Um, you take a bunch of fish, you salt them, you let them rot in the sun, and as they ferment and you squish them, they give off a juice. And what an incredible, delicious juice it is. Um, if you've ever eaten Vietnamese food or Thai food, even if you've ordered the vegetarian option, you are probably eating fish sauce. So this is the best brand. Um, it is Golden Boy brand fish sauce. And on the label is a baby holding a bottle of Golden Boy brand fish sauce. Um, With a sitting, baby, like the butter girl, like the butter, the butter Native American on Land O'Lakes. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes. But it's a baby. Yeah. Um, and he's giving, he's sitting on top of the world and he's giving you the thumbs up. So you know it's good. And on the bottle that he's holding is yet another baby that's sitting on yet another world that is giving you yet another thumbs up. And that baby, a another bottle right there. So I'm sure if you had microscope eyes, you could see a lot more babies and a lot more thumbs up. But we'll go with two. It's fine. Um, but the thing is, is we think of fish sauce these days as being a, a very Asian cuisine kind of deal. But it turns out that, uh, I mean, these days, uh, like Worcestershire sauce, is actually based on anchovies. But ancient Rome, something called garum, ah. um, right? That's a delicious kind of thing happening in the background. Um, it was a fish sauce that they made, very popular. There were four different kinds. There was garum, which is basically fish sauce, where you let a bunch of fish sit out, squeeze out the juices. You have alec, which was the remaining fish that I suppose you could kind of grind up and eat. Sounds gross. Um, muria, which was the juice that drained off of fish that you were salting but not letting sit around for a long time. And then liquamen, which is kind of like if you made garum once and you kind of had these leftover fish bits, you'd be like, let's, let's run some more salt water over them and just like crush the rest out of there and then we'll eat it and it'll be incredible. So most of those are gross, uh, especially since they're from the ancient Roman times. But Pliny the Elder. Uh, he was around, he was born in like 20 AD. He was a natural philosopher. He was a, an author. He was a commander of like the, the, some of the Roman army and some naval squadrons. Um, he published this thing called the Natural History, which was an incredibly complete encyclopedia about like literally everything. And by literally everything, I mean it was about things like dog-headed people <laughs> who lived in Egypt and had the heads of dogs and would... I don't know what they did. This looks um, like he's spinning a yarn in that photo. Oh. The, this is a tiny, this is a, a skiopod, which is a, a dwarf man that has one leg, and they, like, they could jump really well, as one would assume. Um, and then when it was too sunny out, they would hold their foot up in order to block the light from the sun, so it would be like an umbrella. Very exciting. Um, but the, the best thing that he wrote about was he also had a lot of opinions about Garum. That's him at his desk wow. <laughs> writing about the golden boy. Um, so when you first start reading his opinions about it, he's like, that secretion of putrefying matter. And you're like, man, that sounds terrible. And he's like, it's made out of fish that can only see out of their right eye, so they have to stay really close to the shore. 
he was a scientist. Um, but then he also said it could be diluted to the color of honey wine and drunk. And he said it was a kind of choice liquor. At which point I thought, what's an anniversary without a toast? Oh, so, God damn it. <laughs> me and what? you, we're going to toast to yet another year of facts, fun, and possible understand. poisons. Uh, that chicken peep that one time and I'm, you've never let me forget it. Every single MSG you force me to eat something disgusting. Gen so here's what no happened. No offense against fish sauce. I just don't like fish or fermented fish. Oh, uh, what's happening? Originally, <laughs> originally I was going to boil wheat gluten for 24 hours in sulfuric acid, neutralize a solution with lye, and then scrape the MSG off the top of it. But I figured that's so much work. Why don't I just make us drink fish sauce instead? Why do you want me to puke all over the beautiful stage? Do you hate stage? fish that much? Do I have to do Never. this myself? No, I'll do it, because I'm yes. not going to step down from a challenge. I would never hear the end of it then. Fish sauce. Isn't it very salty? Do people do this? This isn't a thing. <laughs> okay, so one of the footnotes to Plenty the Elder saying that it could be diluted down and drunk was like, we don't think he really thought people were going to do this. <laughs> but he just said it could be done. And we're all about possibilities. Well, you could drink anything. We don't, though. We select what we but drink. But we're about to. Oh, so, God. I'll even, I'll let you, I'll let you do this, uh, even. I'm just, I left a mouthful of beer behind. So pour some of this incredibly fragrant, fresh fish sauce into here. You're gonna dilute it down to the color of honey wine. You can, <laughs> you can drink it then. Uh, is this a sipping drink or is this a shooter? I don't think we want to sip this. <laughs> oh, thank you. Okay, we're even using cold water, so it won't be as delicious this as it could be. Smells like my cat's breath. Wait, make sure it's honey wine. A little more. That's yeah, that's honey wine. All right, honey wine. Yours is darker. Yeah. All right. You're better at this than I. Let's do this. <laughs> How's that so bad? All right, I drank all of it. Here, we'll trade. You want this? I can taste crystals of salt and fish sauce in this. It's like drinking French fries. I'm not drinking anymore. Oh my God. All right, so. No, no, it is. It is. She diluted hers so much. So, God, and I love fish sauce. My fiance sauce. is going to be really curious why my mouth tastes like the cat's mouth. But how will he know how the cat's mouth tastes? That's a real question. <laughs> but P.S., stay tuned. And when during my talk, I tell you how cats feel about processed foods. So get really excited. Wait, did you drink more of that? No, I drank beer. My breath oh, is the... very bad. But speaking of bad breath. That has nothing to do with my talk. That's fine. It's my story time now. First of all, thanks everyone for coming out. Um, it's been delightful doing this for the next year, and we plan on continuing doing this for, well, for forever. Forever, forever. yeah. Til, till we're dead and then some. Till we're dead and die. Um, again, as I mentioned, my story time is short and bitchy. It is all about, are you okay? Are you still drinking that? No, but there was... Some still in my mouth. Oh, I just burnt it, it off. It, it hit somewhere. <laughs> it's um, gross.
speaking of umami, and that was very umami, what we just ate, drank. Yeah, it's also very salty because they salt the fish and they squeeze out their guts, their liquid guts. My, drank it. Like one of my first roommates in college was Korean American and he had fish sauce in the pantry and it was the first time I'd ever seen it. And I was like, what is this? And his ex explanation of it was exactly the explanation you gave. And I was like, this is something I will never eat. I don't eat fish pressed, pressed fish. <laughs> this is almost the same thing, but <laughs> it sounds a little bit more appealing. So um, the story goes, I went home for Christmas and my mom had somehow gotten a subscription to W Magazine. W Magazine is like that oversized, <laughs> like super, it's like, I don't know, she signed up for like Martha Stewart and they were like, you get a free subscription to W. So she's like, I don't know what to do with this. So she gave it to me and I was looking through it and in this fancy fashion magazine, I saw this advertisement for um, Umami Paste number five. Yeah. Have you had it before? Nope. Do you have you heard of it before? I've had all the foods in it. Okay, well. And I've had fish sauce, so. Okay, okay, here's What's the thing. What's the difference? So on the website and like in the advertising, in this magazine, it's described, wait, don't go yet, don't go yet. It's described as, as magic. This is like the word, it's this magic paste and it's like if you're a terrible cook or you don't know what to cook or you just want to bump a flavor, it's called like a flavor blast, flavor bump, adds magic, 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 magic. That and sounds I was incredibly like, familiar based on reading that accent thing that was up earlier. Mad yeah, so just I- Just gonna throw that out there. I read this in my W and I was like, oh, I think I know what that magic is. Something else that begins with an M. But then I went to the website and, go oh, ahead. Oh no, this is not the right slide then. Oh, go to the next one. Go, go to the next one. We'll go back to that one. Okay, that's right, because I was going to label, no, I don't think I labeled these in the right order. Okay, so I went to the website, and I was like, well, clearly this has MSG in it, and then I went through, and I was like, oh, it says, does taste number five umami paste contain MSG? No, in giant red letters. And I was like, wow. I mean, I was taken aback. I was like, I guess I should not make assumptions. I, so, okay, so website, what is in taste number five umami paste if there's not MSG in your delicious umami magic paste? Okay, now no go one, back. No one would lie on the internet. No one would lie. This is their official website, by <laughs> the way. They would do that? They would go on the internet and lie? So what is in this magic fashionable paste? Taste number five umami paste, TM, is a combination of everyday Mediterranean ingredients. They also make a Far East flavor too. Packed with natural umami, ripe tomatoes, Parmesan cheese, porcini mushrooms, salted anchovies, black olives, and balsamic vinegar. And I said, well, number five umami paste, you're liars. <laughs> Some of will talk about this more, but those foods listed there, right after, wait, show that other slide again. So show that other slide again. Is there MSG in this? Is there another? No. 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 Okay. No. Okay. We didn't add anything. No. No MSG in this. You know what all those foods have in common that are in that taste number five umami paste? What do they have in common? I feel like this is a leading question. Just, 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 you just guess. Just throw like just a guess out there. F free glutamates that sometimes combine with sodium. <laughs> I enjoy that the audience laughed because that's an indicator they understood what you were talking about. <laughs> so I appreciate that. Uh, what What is the shorthand for free glutamate? MSG. MSG. All those foods have really high naturally occurring 
MSG. But it's natural, which is so different from artificial MSG, despite the fact that it's simply a chemical name for something, so it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. So this, okay, umami paste does not have added MSG, but that's not what it said on that website. It says that it has, does it have MSG? No. No. It doesn't say, does it have Addison? So this fancy product, which, you know, it doesn't get me that this product exists, because you know what? It's probably really delicious, and it probably does make your omelet or your stir fry or whatever really tasty. My it's problem. probably incredibly expensive, too. No, it's actually not. It's $7 for a big old tube. I know. I mean, Buy it. Buy it, except get mad when you buy it. That tube doesn't look that big. It's it's like a, I guess it's like half a tooth. It's like a travel tooth. I bought like tube. a pound of MSG in you're Chinatown right, you're right, for you're probably right. $2. Well, this is the problem. <laughs> it's being marketed as this natural, healthy, good food alternative to MSG. We don't put MSG. You don't need MSG when you've got this paste. And that's just a lie. It makes me really mad because it's not only false advertising, but it's teaching people. It's, it's, it's a misunderstanding of the truth. It's, it's, a, it's a lie, which is, that's, I guess, the definition. <laughs> so I find that really upsetting. So I guess what I'm saying is <laughs> don't believe everything you read on the Internet. That's a terrible moral. <laughs> Believe everything you read on the internet except for this. Except for this. I think that what we have, have strived to do when we put together these talks, sometimes, sometimes we're just Make drunk, people angry. Is make people angry. Um, but, like, we've tried to find things that there is, there's this common belief about. You know, everyone says blah, 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 and this we take for fact. You know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I don't and, believe it. And we get I'm gonna curious. Google it. Blah, I'm going to Google blah, it. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And we get curious, and we try to figure out, well, okay, so what is the fact behind that statement? Is it a factual statement? What are we really eating, and what should we be eating, and why? And we're not experts by any means. I'm an expert. <laughs> I'm a scientist. I feel like we're just much more willing to eat things that other people won't, and that's why we're up here. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so that's, that's behind what we do, and this makes me mad. The end. <laughs> See you in 10 minutes for SOMA.